Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Auburn fans, welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network, a family of Auburn athletics podcast, brought to you by the Auburn Baptist Campus Ministries, serving Auburn students since 1961, and also the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. I'm your host, AJ Richardson. I'm also here with Ben King to discuss and preview the A-Day that is about to come football and Jordan Hare are you excited what are you looking forward to oh man I've been waiting for this since uh well since UCF won the national title over us right oh yeah so uh it's it's been a while that uh we've had a really good game in fact probably last game that was in Jordan Hare so I am stoked to get back on the plains to uh to smell the crisp spring Auburn air to uh have some some Mike and Ed's and uh some Willie's wings and just enjoy time with the Auburn family watching just a little little scrimmage we like to call A Day. Yep. Uh it sounds like you, you're already scouting out your places of where you're gonna eat while you're in Auburn. That is correct. That, good, good. And efforts. That's, that's the best way to do it. Oh yes, we've got to make it to three places. <laughs> are you, how long are you going to be down there? Just for the day, man. You got you got a lot to a lot of places to go to. A lot of, a lot of places day. to go. A lot of food to eat. We're gonna yeah. do like mini meals. Nice. Should be pretty good. Nice. I, we got on here to talk about football, points. and I started talking about pork barbecue, but that's okay. Let's let's move it back over to another type of pig skin, and uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> actually, talk about. The game that's going to happen, so yeah. Um, so the game, we're pretty excited about it. Uh, the only negative that's kind of been the whole theme of this whole spring has been the injuries. Um, but there's going to be plenty of great stars. I mean, this is a day. It's always a good time for you to go and see a little bit of what this team is going to be made out yeah, of. Yeah, we'll see at least half the players. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll see plenty of players. <laughs> a lot of them are going to be newcomers. Um, so that's the exciting part. Um, the only sad part is you're you're not going to see more than likely a, a good number of our starters. Um, you're not going to see Will Hastings. You're not going to see Eli Stove. It's questionable whether or not you'll see Jarrett. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit later. Um, even a couple of our backup centers have gotten injured. Um, or centers this year that are competing for the starting center job. It's kind of frustrating, but at the same time, I also, we, we knew going into this that just based on what Gus has been saying, it's going to be a physical practice. Like they were taking live punts, live field goals. They were doing a lot more things live than they had done in years past. Um, so I guess with that comes more injuries, uh, which kind of sucks. Um, but it just comes with territory. You know what? As long as Anders stays healthy, we can kick 62-yard field goals every game. 
<laughs> yes. And good for seventy. Um, I swear. You, are you foreseeing? Are you foreseeing another LSU of what twenty sixteen? If uh, if we have to have another six kicks to win a game, I think he can do it. Uh, yeah. I from what I've heard, he's just as much of a good kicker as Daniel his brother, Carlson, if not maybe even better. <laughs> so it's it's rare to see Gus Malzahn smile. I think we can all agree on that. And yeah. just watch a clip of him talk about Anders. And he's just like a little, <laughs> little happy old grandpa like he is now, just chuckling about <laughs> watching the ball get kicked and go through the air and through the uprights and beyond the uprights and outside the stadium and whatever else. So, yeah, <laughs> he's like, no, it's so I true. thought it was going to the moon. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't really say that, but the the expression on his no. face made it look like he did. Yeah, and when he 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 just loves for whatever reason our kicking game. I don't know what it is. He's well, maybe seeing flashbacks of Daniel Carlson and he's like, "Yes, we got 4 years of Anders." Honestly, when you think about it, the special teams has been subpar. The only good portion yeah. of it has really been the kicking game. So, yeah. Maybe well, even then, maybe that's why. Last season, you could argue with the two blocked field goals. It's eh, kind of tough. True. Wasn't wasn't the best year. Yeah. No, definitely wasn't for special teams. And I'm um, I'm definitely looking forward to what we can do. Um, all right, let's talk about the offense and get into that a little bit. Um, as far as quarterback situation, you're going to see Malik Willis in a day. You're going to see some Joey Gatewood. Boop. Malik Willis is going to be with the ones, uh, and then Joey Gatewood is going to be with the second stringers. Um, and really, honestly, they're getting down to like third stringers because of all the injuries. Yep. Um, and I, what do you expect out of our quarterbacks for this a day? Uh, I expect a lot of running and an interception or two. Is that bad? Is that a bad that that's what uh, I expect? But just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay. So remember <laughs> Auburn is playing Auburn. And yeah. But we want our defense to do wells. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. It's going to be, there's going to be some mistakes that are done. I mean, considering there were, I think, four interceptions or something crazy like the that first in scrimmage. the very first scrimmage. Yep. Uh, and then there it, were still a couple it, in the last one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not been um, a there, clean passing game yet, which maybe it's saying something about our offense, but maybe it's saying something about our defense. I guess we'll have to see. Yep. Um, do you, do you expect Jarrett Stidham? to be playing at all on Saturday? And if so, how much do you see him playing? If he steps foot on the field, it's going to be to stretch. Because <laughs> otherwise, there's there's absolutely no reason to put him out there if he's not good enough to play in practice right now. If he can't yeah. practice, he shouldn't be playing in the stupid scrimmage. No one yeah. cares. And so f- it's fine. It- we know what he can do. We watched him all last season. Just don't get injured because then you won't play at all. Yeah, and so far, he hasn't even participated in the 11-on-11 drills. He's yeah, thrown he's a few un- passes in the 7-on-7 drills, yep. but you don't have offensive linemen running at your face at that point. Um, no, it- so, I feel like it's – I mean, Gus still is like on the fence whether or not he'll play. Come on. If he hasn't said already, he's not going to play. Um I would be shocked if he got any play time. If he I mean, plays, if he does it's step probably on, a bad they're going to be. Yeah, if he does step on the field and throw some, it's going to be like five passes, and Gus is like, "All right, you're done, <laughs> get off the field." Yep. Um, and we want to give. I mean, I understand. Like, you want to give Malik Willis and Joey Gatewood plenty of experience before the football season, um, and this is a perfect opportunity when you're one. Uh, your number one quarterback, Jared Sidham's out. This is a great time for Malik and Joey to step up. And they've done, a, from what we've heard, pretty good job of stepping into those roles, especially Malik Willis, who's already had a year under his belt. Um, even this past scrimmage, he had a pretty stellar start. I mean, he, he started out four or five um, for passing. Um, he even had a couple touchdown runs. Uh, one was a 70-yard run, which is pretty amazing um, to do that against our number one defense. Yeah. Um, and then even in the end zone had a 20-yard touchdown run. Um, so that's, again, incredible that 
he's able to slice and dice our defense like that. Uh, pretty exciting. Um, and then Joey Gatewood, he had a subpar from what I can understand, even though he didn't throw any interceptions, he had a subpar, um, second scrimmage. He was sacked at least five times. Um, and this, maybe you can interpret this. Maybe it's our offensive line. I mean, a lot of them are second and third string offensive line. Uh, but five is a lot. Five is a lot to be sacked. <laughs> um, he did have two touchdown passes um, to Griffin King, uh, and those were on back-to-back possessions inside the red zone, so pretty exciting um, there. Um, yeah, and Ben, I've heard there's a rumor we might be using him maybe in a special situation. Have you heard anything about this for Joey Gatewood? I've definitely seen some people talk about it, using him like, Florida used Tim Tebow back in 2006, which, if you look at the build of the guy, it's it's almost like we have a copy of Nick Marshall and a copy of Cam Newton on the team. So, it definitely could happen. Uh, the game has changed a lot since Tebow was, you know, Heisman Trophy winner. So, maybe, maybe not. But I would love to see some, you know, like goal line formations where he comes out there and does something. I definitely think that would be I, interesting. And I think we're we're. Sh- struggling as far as I can tell on who's going to be that wildcat situation quarterback. I mean, we had it last year, we had carry on Johnson and he, he wasn't afraid to run straight out the middle yeah. between the tackles. Um, and that's the only thing I honestly fear. If we put Joey in that situation, is he uh, gutsy enough to go up the middle? Um, I think so. He's big enough. He, and if you yeah. see some of his like high school, tape then he definitely wasn't afraid to like of course he's playing against guys that are like a foot shorter than he is at that point but <laughs> he ran out the middle like all the time yeah uh, college is a different game completely yeah but still yeah i think i think if he has the confidence then he'll be fine yeah and that's what i'm hoping um if you run outside in a wildcat situation it can get destroyed and broken up extremely easily (laughs) um so that's the only thing i fear with him but hey maybe he's our our solution for the wildcat situations put him in in the red zone i mean he's a big guy he's almost i would remember with cam newton you give him the ball he falls forward two yards like that's the kind of player and the size that he has no Um, absolutely and honestly with stidham coming back and uh, Willis being number two, I think the only time we'd really see Gatewood is in a situation like that. I just don't know yeah. why else we would play him if not redshirt him, which I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily want that to happen because I want him to get, you know, some some game time experience. Because we have what Bo Nix coming in a couple of years, so yep, like we have a lot of quarterback talent in the pipeline. Yep, so get him get him some experience. Yeah, and. I agree. If we use him in certain situations this year, I'm fine with that. Um, I, I, I'm kind of like you. I want him to play some. Um, it's going to be less than what we saw with Malik Willis last year, just because we already have a number two. Yep. But maybe, maybe in those goal line situations, put him in there. Have a, a somebody like Chandler Cox right run in front of him and open up a hole. Um, and let him fall and get a couple yards. Um, I would love thankfully, to see that. Thankfully, Chip Lindsay is our offensive coordinator. We won't see something like a play for each quarterback like we did a few years ago. Oh, no. I don't want to see no, that. We're not going to see that. No. That, <laughs> that would, that would as soon as that would happen, we'd be like, oh, Gus is taking back over. Ah, crap, we're done. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about the running back situation. I mean, this is one of the highest discussions most talked about. Boobie. People are excited about our running backs um, because, honestly, there's five to six running backs that are all in the running. Um, uh, of all of the running backs, I know you're pretty big on uh, Jatarvius uh, Booby Whit- <laughs> Whitlow. Every time, it's ridiculous. I just like, why is I just like the the, I just like to say it. And see if it throws you off. And you do a great job. I try. I try my best. Though, <laughs> man, like really, I don't understand. Um, and then Asa Martin, he's 
made some waves um, coming in. Um, he's he's been known to be really good between the tackles, and I foresee that being a big role, or him playing a big role in that game. Um, and then we've all, we've got a couple of our veterans, Cam Martin, um, Malik Willer, Miller, um, two guys that have played plenty of time before uh, in the past season. Um, what do you what do you foresee this season as far as running backs go? I know they wanted to nail down who's going to be running back. Um, are you still leaning towards uh, Asa Martin as far as your number one run, running back? Yes, sir. I am on the Asa train, and uh, I'm excited to see Asa play because I've seen Tate, but I'm sure he's going to put on a show live. And it'll be interesting to see Booby as well because – Honestly, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hear about him until like I didn't know much about him until like a, you know, a week or so ago. And there's been yeah. a lot of news of uh, of his performance in spring practice. So it'll be definitely good to see those guys kind of battle it out in the ones and twos in a day. I think probably the biggest question is running back and who's going to fill that big spot because while Cam Martin is uh he's good, he he didn't have you know signs of greatness last year of course he had a couple other guys in front of him so there's a lot that can happen in development over a year however from the news we've been hearing i'm definitely excited to see kind of asa martin get out there and take the field and bust some big ones and then see maybe booby do the same thing and then cam martin and then uh the other malik why is it so yes. hard for me to remember miller 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 <laughs> i always I'm just going to say Malik, Malik. Yeah, the Malik. We'll probably see um, Malik hand off to Malik a few times. Well, that's very possible. We saw I mean, it a couple it times last year. Last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm thinking we're going to see a lot of Asa Martin and um, Dartavius uh, Whitlow. I think both of those guys are going to be big in A-Day. We're going to see plenty of Cam Martin just because it's uh, – I mean, he's a veteran player. He did well last season. But I, I during during the actual season, I don't see him playing as big of a role. Uh, maybe Cam Martin, he's a quick guy. Maybe he uh, takes over the role of somebody like an Eli Stove, um, where you uh, could be. make him a speed sweep guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking in the interim while we don't have Eli Stove, um, maybe we see him in those kind of situations where we have him coming across the field um, and hand it off to him and. He runs up the field for a ton of yards. I'm just thinking out loud here, but I feel like oh. that could be a, a good possibility. I would not mind seeing that. I'd love to see how he uh, how he works that position and that type of play. Yeah. Uh, do you foresee, with Auburn having 10 straight seasons of having a 1,000-yard rusher, do you foresee us having that, that extended? Or with all of this talent, do you foresee us having guys that are like, six seven hundred but we have like three or four guys that are like six to seven hundred yards um during a season do you really see like one guy taking the the lead and being that a thousand yard rusher well yes someone will i'm afraid to say who because last time i was saying like we'd have a fantastic running back javon robinson <laughs> got kicked off the team before we even started the season so, so I'm, true. I'm not gonna name off players or anything like that but I could easily see us having two 1,000-yard running backs if we have the right combination that, that hits the field. From a lot of yeah. what I'm hearing, I'm feeling that way. I don't want to say anything yeah. you know, outright because I don't want to jinx us like I have in the past. I still have my <laughs> Javon Robinson jersey. Yeah. Unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of sad, but it's okay. Yep. I know you were such a huge fan of him. Oh, he was going to be awesome. Yeah. Too bad. Oh well. Oh in, well. In another um, reality, maybe. Yeah. I need an infinity. Uh, as far as running, infinity stone. Take me to that one. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I feel like we're we're pretty solid. There's going to be a thousand yard rusher, maybe two. Um, I, I have a feeling we're going to whittle it down to like three top guys, and we're going to rotate those three guys throughout the season. One's going to be the primary guy. We're going to have another guy who maybe is the a little bit quicker guy, maybe Cam Martin, um, 
I, I just really foresee us using like three guys in rotation, maybe four thrown in there in some uh, special situations. Uh, for wide receivers, um, we've got a lot of guys that are veterans. Um, sadly, two of them have been injured with ACL injuries, Eli Stove and uh, Will Hastings. Uh, but we do have Ryan Davis. Um, he, he was injured, um, a, just a minor injury. A banged up. Um, and uh, he's been back at spring practice going full steam. Um, so I, I foresee him being, yet again, a great big player in this A-Day um, and for the 2018 season. Uh, Griffin King, like I'd already mentioned, he's been pretty decent. He's caught uh, two touchdown passes um, this past um, this past week in the scrimmage. Um, and it's great to have a lot of different options, especially when you've uh, got guys that are injured. I mean, this is taking a, a huge hit when you have big guys like Eli Stove, who was that dominant speed sweep guy, and Will Hastings, who even last A-Day had 75 yards on seven catches. Um, and then throughout the season, y'all know what he did. He in many games he had, he he was an explosive player, um, and we were able to use him a lot. Um, what do you expect out of out of our wide receivers um, for this a day? Uh, you know, I think that Ryan Davis is definitely going to be big. I haven't really heard much about him during the spring, so hopefully he's just saving it up for this. And it'll be interesting to see Griffin King because. Once again, another player that I haven't really heard much about. And you know what year he is on the team? Uh, I think he's a sophomore. Uh, yeah, he's a sophomore. Yep, redshirted in 2015. 2016 was backup wide receiver. 2017 reserve receiver and special teams. So that would make him a junior, wouldn't it? Redshirt junior? Oh, that's probably it then. Yeah, I think he's a junior. I think... Though. On the depth chart, they haven't updated it yet, but yeah, that's right. That that means he's had some time in the back to kind of learn, and maybe this is his time to shine. So it'll be kind of interesting to see that now that we have you know a lot of unfortunate openings in the wide receiver ranks as far as yeah. you know tenured uh, former starters go. Uh, he could come out and perform well. It'll be good to see some of the guys in the back that probably wouldn't have gotten to play otherwise really get to shine. So hope they uh, yeah. they put all of it in how they can and you know come out and make some great catches. Yeah, and the only thing that kind of makes me a little weary is what you were saying. Our defense is going to be ferocious, so they're they're going to be wanting to get plenty of interceptions and show off for. Uh, the A-Day crowd. Uh, but, again, these wide receivers are going to fight for it. Um, that, I mean, one of the wide receivers that I think we've we've overlooked, uh, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be at, but for the 2018 season, he's not going to be here for A-Day, um, is uh, Shedrick Jackson. Um, so that's pretty exciting um, that Bo Jackson's uh, nephew is going to be on our team. So that's more of a later down the road wide receivers looking um but I, I feel like he he could be a big player that would be uh, Marquise McLean he's uh, uh this will be his second year uh, at Auburn and uh Ryan Davis obviously I feel like he's going to be our consistent guy I mean he was this past season uh with what was it the most catches of any yeah, most receptions Auburn how many yeah, did he have most receptions was it like 60 something it oh, was yeah. a lot um and Will Hastings, hopefully he gets back and healthy. Uh, we also had, uh, who is this? Uh, trying to remember who else we had uh, for wide receivers. Um, but we had, a, I mean, we've had so many great players like Darius Slayton. Um, Griffin King's going to hopefully step up this year and be a little bit more of, of a player, especially with the absence of Eli Stove and uh, Will Hastings. Guys like Griffin will uh, have that opportunity. Um, pretty excited for these wide receivers. Um, hopefully the quarterbacks will stay composed and actually be able to throw some good passes. That's the only big question that I'm, I'm having in my mind is, are these quarterbacks going to be able, because they're second and third string quarterbacks. 
are if, they going to be able to deliver? If I don't see a pick six on Saturday, then our defense has failed us. <laughs> and I need I to like give that. I need to give Ryan Davis some credit. Uh, the record was sixty receptions, and he broke that way in the middle of the season. Almost, yeah. I guess more towards yeah. the back half. He finished the season yeah. with eighty-four receptions oh, and eight hundred and fifteen receiving goodness. yards. Eighty-four 80? receptions. So he he went over by twenty-four. Correct. Over any other receiver in Auburn history. Yep. That's insane to have that many receptions. Yep. Wow. <laughs> that's that's some bad respect coming from me. Yeah. He um, he broke it in October. Great. Yeah. And just kept going. So man. Incredible. Uh, all right, let's transition into our defense. Um, well, let's first off uh, talk about offense, offensive line, um, before you go to defense, because I feel like that's that's a point where what do you expect out of them? I mean, we have so many weird injuries, like the centers. We have two centers that are going to be not playing for a day. Um, what do you expect out of this really – inexperienced offensive line um, this coming Saturday? Uh, I mean, I expect some holes and us to see some areas that we can improve. I don't think that, I think the blind side will be protected because I've heard a lot of uh, good news from that side of the O-line, but uh, the rest, that there's definitely going to be some gelling need to happen over the the offseason probably. What are your thoughts? How, how are you feeling about it? It's it's right on up there with my biggest concerns yep. for this 2018 season. I mean, to put it to put it this way, for Joey Gatewood to be the the massive specimen of a of a young man that he is, to get sacked five times. <laughs> yep. Of course, he's playing with the second string, so give him that. But still, <laughs> that's that's yeah. a lot for for just a, a small practice where they did a few drills. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that I I think that was actually in the scrimmage. Still, it wasn't. Yeah, that was. It wasn't yeah. a full out scrimmage. It was like a. Uh, it was a partial practice and then scrimmage type deal. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, they probably spent an hour doing like scrimmage type stuff. Yeah, if that. Yeah, that's a lot of sacks. That is. Um, and that's, that's what we feared a lot last season with Clemson, uh, UCF and oh, flashbacks gosh. are coming in my Me head. Me too. Already. Why'd you bring that up? <laughs> I'm sorry. Dang, baby Tigers. <laughs> um, that game, yeah, it's, then the basketball game. Yep. Let's never play Clemson again. I agree. Those stupid Tigers that stole our mascot and baby Tigers are lay out of the campus. I still, I'm still, kind of mad at them considering their. Remember our 2010 motto, "All in." Yeah, and they stole Theirs it. In 2011, was all in. Are you yep. kidding me? Really? Nope. Can you can you not the copy baby, us anymore? The baby copycat tigers. That's just terrible. I, Except, really, come on. When we beat Alabama, like a week later, they had to go, or two weeks later, whenever it was. They had to play Alabama. They got their tails handed to them. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, all right. Uh, let's talk about defense now. Uh, we had uh, some very, very good news about a couple of players. Um, just finally, these are the guys that we, we've talked about over the past season. Haven't heard a whole ton about them. But certain guys that are – stepping up, being the vocal leaders that they need to be, and really getting how the defense is run and understanding that. Like, I feel like that's one of the biggest pieces of being in a defense is just understanding the piece that you are and how you work in the system that, for us, Kevin still has established for his defense. I think that's really important. Uh, and certain guys like Prince Tega, he did a phenomenal job apparently this past week um, stepping up and being more of a leader uh, on the field and also as a vocal leader. Um, and that's fantastic to hear because you didn't hear a whole bunch of him this past season. Um, and even I think it was uh, Chip Lindsay or not Chip Lindsay, um, 
Kevin Steele, who said the light really just turned on for him. He started to figure it out. Um, so super excited for him. Um, Big Cat Bryant was the other guy um, that he just kept going on and on about. Um, he said pretty much this guy now has been playing Buck, the Buck position, and feel, and felt really, really well about it. Um, even last year he played, um, he was doing the buck position and also a little bit defensive end. Yeah, they're pretty similar, but it is in Auburn's scheme for their defense a little bit different. Um, so now he's kind of settling into the buck position. Um, and that that's a great thing to already know this guy is going to be able to play and, and do well. Um, Nick Coe is another guy that stood out. Um, to uh, Kevin Steele, um, he's he's honestly last season was one of the young and up and coming guys that you would occasionally hear about. This guy would make a key tackle, be in on plays. Um, he's a guy. I think even Kevin Steele said he he wrestled in high school, um, and that translates extremely well into the defensive line because you understand leverage and how to uh, move guys a little bit more efficiently. Um, and that's, that's big in offensive line. Um, so pretty cool to see Nick Coe doing well there. Um, and then Montrevious Atkinson. Um, it was very interesting. I, I, Kevin Steele kept going on about this guy. Um, he was like, he's a really good pass rusher. He's a good blitzer. Um, he can, rush the quarterback he can um play good run defense he can uh even if you needed him he can be dropped back and um <laughs> guard a like the fourth wide receiver so he's saying this guy pretty much can play any position is what i'm hearing that's crazy huh. um so I, I didn't realize he was that versatile um but he said i mean in all seriousness he said if we need to in a certain situation where we can't substitute somebody to as a DB to go in there and guard uh, that fourth wide receiver, we can transition uh, Mont- uh, Montrevious Atkinson out and, and play. And I was like, that's pretty crazy um, that he could just go and probably guard just about any of their, like the fourth wide receivers on an opposing team. Um, pretty crazy. Um as a whole, Ben, for defense, what are, what are you going to see? Like you've already mentioned, you want to pick six. I what do. else are you expecting out of this defense for? Eight I am picking Iggy for a pick six because mm. okay. he's been playing with the defense for a majority of spring practice. Yeah, he's already been a wide receiver for spring practice. I think he's had like one day with the offense. Yeah, so he's he's going to be thirsty. I could definitely see him going out for one. That's that's what I'm gonna be looking out for. And then I wanna see the, the formation of the dynamic duo for next year. I think a combination of Montrevious Atkinson and Big Cat Bryant is gonna be uh it's gonna be something other teams gonna be circling on their sketchboard. So I wanna see kind of my my hope for that develop within A Day. Yeah. Um one thing that I, I just wanted to point out I think this is really key in the continuity of this defense. Um, I think Kevin still even made a joke about how he's been at Auburn um, as a defensive coordinator longer than any other big defensive coordinator in the whole country. Like that's, that's how I think it's going to be one of the biggest things heading into the season is very cotton, like a cotton. What is it? Continuity. Uh, Yes, he's going to have this. I was trying to figure out the word. Uh, yeah, continuity. There's going to be a lot of continuity in the defense. Um, and, and the linebackers he even mentioned, this is his third season at Auburn, and they've only had one linebacker graduate. There's a lot of veteran guys that are going to be at the linebacker position. Um, pretty exciting news uh, for the linebackers. Keep an eye on them um, for A-Day. Um, to be making a lot of um, great plays, stuffing the run, um, maybe even dropping back into some pass coverage. Um, I could uh, keep an eye out for them. That's, that's I think, the, the spot where I really want um, to make sure that they do well. Uh, because when we have 
consistent play from linebackers that eases the uh, the play for all the other positions on the field. Um, I mean, th- look how good our linebackers were last season. You, you look at what we were able to do against Alabama and Georgia in the regular season, and our linebackers stuffed every hole and held their running backs to, at some points, what was it, tens of yards um, yep. for Georgia. It's insane. And Alabama. Um, and Alabama, yeah. Um, what else are you looking forward to uh, from this defense? Uh, I mean, sacks and interceptions. That's I'm I'm actually expecting it to be more. You know, it, it's weird because I like a lot of good offensive production, and I think the running game will definitely have that, and we'll see that big. I'm not expecting too much. You know, fireworks and passing, which you know, my my style of like football i like to see i guess is a lot of air it out and then run it to open up the air ball type deal yeah yeah i i doubt we'll see a lot of that uh on saturday but i think we'll see for sure a lot of movement and a lot of speed from the defense and it's weird because i i think maybe i've been focusing on the wrong things in the uh the initial first weeks of spring practice just because we've had so many injuries i'm just like oh my gosh how many guys do we have left on offense? I haven't really been focusing on the defense as much. I think they're just going to light it up. And uh, it's going to be all over the place. Guys flying around. Uh, I, I'm not saying that I'm pulling for interceptions because I, I don't want the the quarterbacks, the backup guys to to get yeah. picked off. At the same time, I love a good interception and run back, man. So yeah. it's, uh, I'm the same way. And I think maybe that's because we've both played on the defensive side of the yep. ball. So we're, we, we love to see a good interception. Um, Cause yeah, I mean, guys, I would love to see a pick six. guys bat it down all the as time. As bad as that may sound. <laughs> yeah. But it's like when you're on defense and you pick off a ball, man, it's like, it's like you have feathers on your feet, man. You're just like, you're ready oh, to go so as true. fast as you can down the other way. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm excited for that, and and it's stupid to be excited for that because I don't want our offense to do poorly, but I think it's kind of set up to have the defense shine. So we'll kind of see how that goes. And then uh, yeah, we we consistently have a fantastic pass rush, and I think it's going to happen again third time, like third year in a row, where we have a few guys that just step up and play lights out, and it's going to be a different set again. So uh I I'm excited to see those guys as well. It's it's going to be Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Big Cat and Montrevious Atkinson. Just saying. But Yeah. I I you know, it's it's weird because every year I'm like, well, it's going to suck when we no longer have that guy playing. And the next year two more <laughs> step up and I'm like, wow. Kevin Steele knows what he's yep. doing. Yep. And then even I I would even throw in another guy, uh TD Moultrie. He's got a full season under his um, belt, and now he's going to be a sophomore playing the buck position. He's He might be the next Carl Lawson um, type player. Um, he, he's, got, he's got that it factor already as a freshman. Um, he already has one and a half sacks, um, and he only played in, I think, 13 of our games in very limited situations. Um, so pretty exciting um, to see a guy like TD um, step up. Um, as far as special teams, um, we've got some exciting news. Like Anders Carlson kicked that 62-yarder in the second scrimmage. Yeah, Anders. Um, uh, yeah, okay, Anders. <laughs> uh, I heard Gus when he was talking about Anders Carlson. Maybe he was just so giddy that he said Anders. Anders. But instead of Anders, I was like, come on. Really, it's it's Anders, not Anders, Anders Carlson. But whatever, Anders Carlson <laughs> Anders gone kicking those sixty-two yard field goals. Could have gone for eighty, maybe even a seventy-yarder. <laughs> I saw it. Um, it went through the field goal. It just kept going. It went through the stands. Just kept going. <laughs> went through the scoreboard. Got to fix that. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine a kick hitting um, the scoreboard? I yes, cannot. because Daniel Carlson. <laughs> really? To actually hit the scoreboard. Yeah. 
No, no, I'm just saying I could imagine it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Leg into yeah. It. I mean, it would go pretty far up. It would go eh, for like extra points. It would go about halfway up the like the lower level bowl. Yeah. I mean, if he really tried, I can almost guarantee you he could he could kick it all the way up if he really wanted. <laughs> the thing you'd have to be worried about is you have to get enough trajectory to where it goes up and not into someone's face. Oh, very true. Because yes. <laughs> otherwise, yes, someone's gonna be yeah. like sipping their coke or whatever and just smacked right upside uh-huh. the head uh-huh. with a football. Yep. And I, did you ever catch one of the field goals, uh, like while you're down in the end zone? Have you ever done that uh, like when they're practicing? So, not caught one of the field goals from our side, but I have tossed the ball up to where we throw it out for the other. Oh, team. nice. Nice. So usually, well, I can tell you. Usually, when we're down, I can the tell you from bottom, doesn't happen. But yeah. Oh yeah, you were like front row. Yeah. I guess that's probably you right. came down there a few times. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember like one of the few times that I ended up catching. It was just they were warming up. I think at halftime the kickers were kicking stuff. Um, field goals to get warmed up, and that ball came in so hard, and I'm just imagining that ball coming in to an unexpected person oh, man. and hitting their face. No, that would be terrible. Yeah. I mean, it would probably be, I mean, we were lucky with whatever her face was, Ashley something, that blonde chick um, that got uh, tried oh, to catch that yeah. ball, or the kickoff. I forgot about her. And just got nailed in the face. I mean, <laughs> she, she was lucky she didn't break a nose. That's true. Um, but <laughs> I feel like we're running out of, luck when it comes to uh that if she, if somebody else tries it <laughs> um ben are you expecting anything else out of this day like how okay on a scale of one to ten how excited are you about our offense uh six wow okay more excited uh, what about our defense more excited than i would say but yeah i i'm, I'm excited to see the running backs that's what got me up to that. I'd say without the running backs, yeah. I'd say like three. Uh, okay. Defense. Is that just because we're going to be playing second and third string quarterbacks and we're injured? Yeah, I think it's why, because we thinking? have like eight injuries on the offense right now. So yeah, I just don't expect to get like a full picture. I think with the defense, we're actually going to get a picture, like a glimpse of, of what we have going into next season. With the offense, yeah. It's really just like, hey guys, let's let's go throw the ball around. Yeah, and yeah, it's gonna be so piecemeal. Yeah, I feel like, and that's gonna be hard to get a representation of what we really actually have because offensive line probably isn't gonna be nailed down well, to what it's gonna it's be. It's funny because in the actual season. Yeah, like like Gus wanted to have the full depth chart ready to go and and everything. Yeah, we don't have like majority of our starters <laughs> yeah i know so good luck yeah that's that's the part where i mean i'm sure gus at the beginning didn't think oh we're gonna have a bunch of injuries i mean even gus said as a couple of those like eli stove and will hastings were fluke acl injuries um fluke acl and it's weird to have those in a day like i can't remember or in early spring, spring practice before a day that's just crazy to have that many. Well, um, I, but, I I can't remember the last time we had this many injuries like preseason. Yeah, where just like that's frustrating. Half the line is gone. You've got half your wide receivers are gone. Your starting quarterback is gone. Like that's mm-hmm. just I don't know. It it I'm glad it's yep. all happening right now because I'd much rather have like a dumpy spring for offense and then really get it going in in the yeah. fall. Because the other way around yep. is is not a fun time. We've all been there. Yep. So that's fine, but I'm just I'm not as stoked on uh, on the offensive side of the ball as I am the D. So yeah. I'd say defense. I'm I'm at like a nine. Wow. So okay. What about special teams? Solid ten. I want to see a seventy nice. yard kick. I want <laughs> I want Gus to get it in his head that uh, Anders can just you know kick it from his own thirty. And you know, break the NCAA <laughs> record and get like an eighty-yard field goal. So let's just let's give it a try. Sure. <laughs> I mean, 
Think about it. <laughs> That'd be great. You have like you have a snapper and just a bunch of guys that instead of actually like getting up and blocking type deal, they just go and hit the person in front of them. Just hit them as hard as they can, knock them down, yeah, and then just line drive kick. <laughs> it's, it's possible. Yeah, it'll happen. Sure. Somehow, someone made like a seventy-six yard field goal at some point in time. So I think that's the record, isn't it? Wow. Something. Yes. And that's stupid. It's. it's I think maybe it's like seventy-two or something, but. Still crazy. NCAA. With as much as I talk about this, I should remember this stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, we do talk about it a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, as far as like offense, I'm I'm pretty excited just because I want to see players that I haven't seen play yet. I mean, I've seen videos of Joey Gatewood, but I actually want to see him play. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it like a seven or eight. Um, out of ten for excitement for offense. Wow. Uh, defense, I'm I'm gonna say nine. I'm I'm really excited to see defense. And we've got most of our guys healthy. Um, you're gonna get to see the new defensive line probably wreaking havoc on our uh, trying to gel offensive line um, and New York quarterbacks. Um, I, that's why I'm really excited. I think, like you said, there's going to be some sort of interception, maybe multiple interceptions, and hopefully a pick six. Um, that's the kind of game that I want to see um, out yeah. of the defense. Special teams, um, I would love to see. Um, and I, I'm curious if they're going to do this because they've had, if they're going to have live uh, kickoffs and punts like they've been doing in practices uh, this whole spring. Um, I'm really curious if we're going to do that during the A-Day or what, but that that would bring my excitement for the special teams from a 9 up to a 10 if we could actually do live kickoffs and punt returns. If we don't do I live, like that would be fun. I'm going to be severely disappointed and quite upset because we've been okay, doing live. Because first, A-Day special teams has been just a joke over the past couple yes. years. Just utter joke it's like what why are you even yeah. doing this yep and we've been practicing live i think it would be a poor decision to then change the methodology behind our practice side pra- practice like you play show us that you've improved yeah. that's the biggest issue that we had last year with special teams and just our coverage yeah like a day is a time for you to show off to the fans and say like hey we've actually been doing something during the spring and that's one of the biggest things that we need improvement on yeah. We better go live on at least a couple of them. I hope so. And I have the um, I have the true numbers here. Uh, sixty seven yards is the record. So whatever I said, I think I said seventy six. I got it. I got it backwards. <laughs> you did say seventy. <laughs> so sixty seven yards. My dyslexia is kicking in. Is the record, and so that means uh, Anders just needs to kick it from his own like forty, and he'll be good. Okay. I think Gus can no put big him in deal. a situation like that. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Just kick it from your own yeah. 43, you know, whatever. That would tie it. Yeah. Kick it from your own 42. <laughs> or 40. Nice. Super Gus said long. it could have gone 70 yards. He said it. It came out of his mouth. He did he was say smiling. it could have gone 70 yards. He was doing yep. his old, hardly ever happens, Gus smile. So Super excited, Gus smile. So yep. I, I have a couple a couple numbers I want to give you. Uh, okay. This is going to be a impromptu segment of By the Numbers. Because okay. I just want everyone to know who they should be looking out for. So, uh, number one on the team is number one, Big Cat Bryant. Be looking out for him. Circle that number when you okay. see it. Get your binoculars out. Yep. Uh, number 48, Montrevious Atkinson. Going to be huge. Uh, number four, Noe, Noah. Noe. Noe. <laughs> Noe Iggy. I was I was gonna try to pronounce his last name, but then I stumbled on his first name. Do you, do you want to give that last name for me? Yeah, Noah Egbenagi. There it is. Look out for number four. He's gonna yep. get a pick six. Uh, look out for number eighty nine. Uh, my my brother from uh, another mother that might also be my cousin, Griffin King, <laughs> because he is like fifth or sixth string wide receiver. Because we have so many injuries, he's crushing it. Yeah. Uh, the man of the day, number 20, Asa Martin, and number 28, Booby himself, 
I can't say his first name either. Jatravius? Jatarvius. Jatarvius? Jatarvius Whitlow. (laughs) So that's by the numbers. Look out for all those guys. Do you think his coaches call him Booby? I absolutely would. If I was a coach, (laughs) I would call him Booby all day long. So yes, they definitely call him Booby. Oh, man. I I googled Booby and he came up. Mm, No. And that's a dangerous thing to... No, I did. That's a dangerous thing to Google. But it's B-O-O-B-E-E. Man. (laughs) We're not suggesting that you search that on your search browsers. No. At all. No. Say Booby Auburn. Um, That's what I searched and he came up. (laughs) Man. That's ridiculous. Um, I think this is about does it for our wrap up of and preview of what we're going to expect out of our a day. Um, it, it's honestly looking like a, a, a good day as far as defense offense. We're going to uh, probably see a good bit of running, um, figure out who's going to be the running backs uh, for this upcoming season. Um, and then you're going to see a few of our wide receivers, even some of the, Younger guys, just because of the inex, uh, because of the injuries, uh, be able to play a good bit. Um, special teams be looking out for uh, Mr. Anders, aka Anders <laughs> Carlson. Um, he's going to be, I foresee, playing a pretty big role. Um, probably booting some fifty-plus yarders um, through. Um, I, I I'm excited for a day. I'm I'm glad to be back or i'm gonna be glad to be back on the planes i'm gonna be spending a whole weekend down there um it's gonna be fun um just feeling feeling good about this season minus the injuries um just hope to see some fun electric play of uh this defense and offense um out of this 2018 a day um do you have any final thoughts for us uh be safe getting down to the planes uh, no injuries from any of our fans either. And uh, enjoy some hard football, everybody. Oh, yeah. Definitely enjoy it. Um, and as always, War Eagle, everybody. War Eagle. That's going to do it for this episode on the E2C Network. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into our show. A couple reminders for you listeners before we head out today. If you're interested in joining the E2C Network team, make sure you give us an email at e2cnetwork at gmail.com, and we'd be happy to discuss that with you. Also, make sure you're checking out the variety of episodes on our podcast we have coming out each week, as well as our blog post on e2cnetwork.com. Specifically, make sure you're checking out Facebook Live sessions that we have called E2C Live and Auburn Fan Chat, where you, the listener, can get involved in the show and have your voice heard. If you're interested in connecting with us and giving us feedback, there are a variety of ways to do that. First, go online to iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play. Please subscribe there and give us reviews there as well. It helps spread the show and lets us know how we're doing. If you're looking to find us on social media, you can do so at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even YouTube. Just type in E2C Network and that'll get you there. Once again, our email is E2Cnetwork at gmail.com and our website E2Cnetwork.com. And I want to thank the Auburn BCM and the Auburn Uniform Database once again. And thank you, the listeners, for tuning in each and every week. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle.